Good evening, and you are most welcome back to another episode of the Leitrim GAA podcast. It has been a fantastic weekend's action in the opening rounds of the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship and, of course, the Smith Monumentals Intermediate Football Championship. A little bit of a head start for two of the teams, Anna Duff and Drumwiley, doing battle on Saturday evening as well. We bring you updates from all of those games across the next hour or so, but we have an absolutely jam-packed show for you this evening. We're going to be hearing from Paul Morn, who made his debut and impressed on our new Team of the Week feature, and we'll be hearing from him later on in the programme, while we catch up with Hugh Moyle and centre-back with Anna Duff uh, about their season so far. We'll get some post-match reaction from Keith Byrne, Paul Pryor, and from Archie Green after their clash saying Archie Green and Paul Pryor's clash, at least, in Glen Carman Hamilton on Friday night. But Keith Byrne brings us up to date with everything. He, his thoughts on the game against St. Mary's on Friday night. We have a full roundup of all of the games across the championship, as well as a little look forward to the start of the LGFA season and the Senior and Intermediate Ladies Football Championships that kick off next Saturday evening. But I suppose one other thing we better mention at the very outset of the show is, of course, our new... Leitrim GAA Club Championship Guide for 2022. And it is uh, 224 pages action-packed with profiles, articles, little bits of statistics, and all sorts of other information that you're going to love if you're following the Leitrim Club Championships this summer, both men's, women's, and the hurlers indeed. Every single player who's going to like, who's likely to feature with any of those first teams in this year's competitions across the county. That, of course, can be purchased through shops from the middle of this week. But also, if you want to get that, your hands on that guide first before anyone else gets a chance to get their grubby fingers on it, uh, you can buy it online, pre-order it on our website, and it will arrive into your house through the post uh, at the same time as it hits the shelves. Same price, free postage, 15 euros. Uh, we would recommend you please support what we're doing here by purchasing the guide. But I think you'll absolutely love it. Uh, really well received last year, and I'm sure there will be plenty of similar, hopefully, comments later this year but first let's get on with the action you haven't come to listen to me talk about our, our guide for the summer let's catch up with some of the post-match reaction from the games on friday night uh, we start in manor hamilton where leitrim gales ran out winners despite a very very close scare at the very very end of the game i caught up with both managers immediately after the game and here's what they had to say to me first up paul Pryor, leitrim gales paul Pryor, first game out manor a victory, you got to be happy with that? Um, yes, of course, any win the championship is a good win. Uh, it wasn't pretty, it was fairly scrappy, but a win is a win, we'll take it. In terms of the actual game, you started well, but just couldn't quite seem to find the the, the sweet spot of uh, shooting from distance. You missed a couple of relatively scorable chances in the first 10-15 minutes. Yeah, we did, we were well on top, we settled very well, but um, some of the shot selection wasn't great, a few bad wides. But yeah, we definitely settled into the game, just couldn't make a count on the scoreboard. In terms of, uh, I suppose, that middle half of the, around either side of half time when he kind of started going into the game, that penalty miss on the penalty score on the other end probably was the turning point of the game in terms of where you came into it. Yeah, huge turnaround. And Brendan Flynn is renowned for that. He saved two in the championship last year. It was a brilliant save again tonight. And Stephen Goldrick put his away and that's, that's the difference, yeah, that set us on our way. What was the, the thoughts going through your mind through that injury time? You went into it seven points up. Uh, you came out of it uh, a couple of inches away from a draw. Um, yeah, ah, look, I think we would have been unlucky if we'd have lost that game or drawn that game. We were definitely the better side, but um, there seemed a lot of injury time. I don't know where it all came out of. Um, but yeah, look, you're always on the ropes at the end. Lads are getting nervous. 
first game of the championship, first game for a lot of lads for a long time. So, yeah, look, we'll take the win and move on. In terms of the overall championship picture, obviously you're going week to week. You don't even know who you're playing next week as it stands. As a manager, how much of a, a drawback is that? Uh, huge. Huge because uh, not only you don't know who you're playing, but you can't plan for training days because we don't know for Friday night or Saturday night. So, yeah, it's, it's very difficult. What, how, do you, how do you cope with that? How do we? Look, um, look, we just, you know, we get on with it. I suppose every team is in the same boat. I suppose at least we're Friday, so... The earliest we can play again is Friday, so we're getting a full week rather than Saturday, Friday. So, um, yeah, look, we'll just get on with it. Everyone's in the same situation. What's your preference in terms of the draw? Would you rather get someone who would be deemed as a, a big name or is a, one of the lower lights? Uh, uh, what's on your wish list in terms of the draw on Sunday? I don't know. Look, there are no easy games. It's always difficult. We're just glad we'll be, we'll be home again the next round, which is which is big, like to win here tonight away from home, especially in Manor, it's a very difficult place to come and get a result. So, um, yeah, we'll just drive on from here. Excellent, well done tonight. Thank you very much. Tough to take in the way the Manor it finished, but a uh, three-point defeat here for yourself and your Manor Hampton side. Yeah, listen, it was going to be a tough first-round game. Leitrim Gales coming back and probably boosted by the likes of Casey and Broom coming back in the team. Like We knew it was going to be a difficult task with the quality they were bringing in, but we were confident uh, of coming out with the right result. Probably the first 15 minutes, it didn't really materialise. It didn't happen for us, you know, and we were kind of chasing the game. But the boys battled, you know, hard. And, um, as you say, unfortunately, at the wrong end of the, the result at the end of the game. The first 15 minutes, it looked like Leitrim Gales might blow you away with the amount of domination yeah, in yeah. terms of possession. They couldn't quite make that count on the scoreboard. Yeah. You came into it, you led a half time. You looked like you were going to push on at that point. And then probably the turning point was probably the penalty. Um, talk us through what was going on in your mind at that point. No, you're right there. Um, like Morton midfield, he wasn't playing the last turn league, was winning possession. And in fairness, we had a couple of young lads making their debut. Um, probably the penalty. We'd seen it as probably an opportunity for us to get a foothold in the game. And we say it was an excellent save by the county keeper, Flynn, you know. And they went up and turned the, got the tails up and got the goal, you know, which probably turned the game in their favour. You know, but we were probably struggling in our quality play to, to win ball to primary possession in the middle of the park. You know, and Fairness Leitham Gales probably had done their homework on us. You know, Evan was playing very well there and obviously Fran came in there for his first game in three months. You know, and Ronan Flynn's been out for three months. So as disappointed as we are and the lads will be hugely disappointed, you know, there's men hopefully that will benefit the game of football to them, you know, but listen. Leitrim's a tough championship, you know, every team on any day can win, you know, so we have to dust ourselves down and keep going and get to the next game. Seven points down, going into injury time, you brought it back to three, you had a chance to steal a draw again. Yeah. yeah, it probably would have stole it, but I think it came off the post, it was nerve-wracking, you know, but in fairness to the boys for that last five minutes, last, you know, eight in injury time, you know, they put the shoulder to the wheel and, you know, obviously teams drop off a wee bit and the pressure comes on, so... Who knows, we probably would have stole it, but you know, I suppose the lads showed a bit of character and hopefully they take that into threat next week and we look for a positive result next week. Another game next week, what's the, any concerns or injuries or anything like that from tonight? Nah, hopefully not, hopefully with a young, as I say, Fran, Roland Flynn, who's been out of football for three months. I know young Tom Hughes was away for a month there, you know, so we try and integrate. We have a lot of young boys making their, their debut, Barry McNulty, Catalogue, you know, these are young guys that are learning and they're disappointed, you know, obviously coming off as their, their championship debut. But we'll definitely learn and listen, we'll come back to the table next week. You know, it's a tough Leitrim championship. It's unforgiven, but you have to learn quick. Thanks very much, Martin. Harvey. No, I'm very happy. Thank you.
and of course Martin Green there and Paul Pryor, the two managers after that game, uh, Leach and Gales running out winners and scoring 310 to 16 points in that opening game. Of course, also in action on Friday night uh, were Mohol. They made the trip to Carrick to take on St. Mary's uh, in a repeat of the final from two years ago and of course the league final from earlier this month. Uh, Keith Byrne, of course, on the show, nine points from him in a commanding victory for Mohol in that particular clash. Uh, here's what he had to say to Denise Flaherty after the game. Burn, a winning start to the championship. Um, 114, nine points, but the scoreline doesn't really reflect, I suppose, the game because the Marys really put it up to you. Yeah, no, we played Marys last week in the league final and it was a point in at the end. Like, So we do come in here today, like, their backyard, they wanted vengeance. And you can see like it was nip and tuck the whole game. We just got a goal probably at the right time. And that made they had to chase and they had to chase. And in the second half it was tight, then they had to really push on. And then we just kind of got ahead in the end. But there's nothing between, this, this championship is going to be very, very tight. There's nothing between a lot of teams. Yeah, for a while it looked as if that goal was going to be decisive because they cut the gap to three points. And then you got two frees just before half time to kind of give yourself that gap again going in at the break yeah no look they're little things like they miss two or three and then we get one or two like they're that's a two point swing when they miss one and we get one so like it's just probably they're kind of a bit younger like so that will come with them like so it's going to be a lot tighter coming near the end have to say you done the scoring but your backs did a great job and in particular I think Shane Quinn he was seemed like he was the jolly green guy giant he was everywhere yeah I know look we were working on a lot of things and like our backs the last day we gave, we kind of done a bit of criticism on them for letting a few handy shots off and then you've seen there today like we were just jumping from 20 yards away blocking I have to say everything so like that's huge for us that gives us momentum going forward we see them doing that for us so we know we have to work for them it's all about I suppose getting that win that First win in the championship. Yeah, no, no one wants to lose the first day. Like it's just it sets the move, especially you're playing two weeks now in a row. Like so, you start winning, you keep the ball rolling, and it's just it makes it a lot easier coming training Sunday morning, Tuesday evening. Uh, final score there in that particular clash was of course Mohol one fourteen, St Mary's nine points. Now Keith Burnage you mentioned scored nine of those fourteen points for in that game on Saturday and then of course was picked in our first ever team of the week for the Leitrim Club Championships a uh, huge honour and I can imagine he's absolutely delighted with it with all the accolades he's won but nonetheless um, a huge achievement for for Mohol get that season up and running they'll be quite happy with that they face FINA this weekend it's going to be a, another tough test for the Mohol men as they approach that game in the coming days Another game that took place over the weekend was, of course, the champions, Ballinamore, Shauna Heslins, and they made the journey to the new boys of this grade, Drummer Hare, to see how they would get on against them. Down in the very, very picturesque St. Osnett's community field, which is Glencar community field, where St. Osnett's uh, formerly played. Uh, I caught up with one of their debutants and also one of the players selected on our team of the week this week, uh, Paul Moore, and he chipped in with 1-4 in a fairly comfortable victory for Ballinamore in the end. 120 to eight points the final score there for Ballinamore. I caught up with Paul earlier today to have a chat about how his season's been going so far through the league and how he's finding the step up to adult football from the minor grade. Here's what we had to chat about earlier in the day. Joining me now is one member of that team of the week as selected by our commentators over the last few days, and that is the youngest member of the team, Paul Moore of Ballinamore, Shauna Heston's. Paul, you're very, very welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Bethany. It's a pleasure to be on it. Well, you're very welcome, and I suppose it's a uh, welcome to the world of, of 
senior championship football as well. It's your first opportunity, uh, fresh out yeah. of minor football. And uh, I suppose talk to us about the game on, on Saturday evening, the win over Drummer Hare, brand new venue to you possibly as well. Not a lot of people make that trip to St. Osnitz. Talk to us no, about that first no. one. Yeah, it was in the middle of nowhere, but um, great game, great game. Great to have a win on the debut and Drummer Hare were good. Good, they set up very defensively. Um, we broke it down after a while, thankfully, but uh, they were quite good now. A few young lads who are showing good promising signs and uh, yeah, they're definitely ones now for the future. Given, so, that, you're fresh and, given that you're fresh out of minor calling other lads, young lads, is, uh, is well, fairly funny yeah. for a man of my vintage. Uh, in terms of uh, the actual venue though as well, I suppose, uh, it, it's a little bit different to everything else. There's not much in the way of facilities around it, but it's in a beautiful setting. You kind of yeah. forget almost that you're playing a football match at times. Yeah, yeah. Very well looked after too. It was in great condition and it was nearly in the middle of the mountains. So, um, no, it was hard found, but uh, no, it was a lovely pitch, lovely surface and a long pitch, but probably narrow at the same time, which brought a new dynamic to the game. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was a lovely setup. How are you finding your first year with the, the adult teams in the club? That's tough. It's tough now. It's, it was tough to get a spot on a championship winning team kind of thing. And uh, it's just, it's been great playing with county, inter-county footballers and progressing so much more than you might have with underage. And it's just, it's non-stop now and it's, trainings are good, high numbers. And it's just, it's exciting. There's a lot more excitement around it too. And you have the crowds talking about it. It's uh, It's been a good year so far. So we're looking forward to it now. I suppose you're coming into a team not having been on the sideline last year or not been involved in the squad last year when they won that championship. How different is it for you coming in maybe without that experience, but also being on the fringes of it? Obviously, you have a brother on the panel as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. How does that work in your head? I think I've been nearly a sort of water boy, just helping out collecting balls for five, six years now. So uh, I've been there for a long time. So it nearly it's not a huge shock to the system. But actually being one of those players and uh, being involved, it's certainly different. And it's a, it's a whole different sort of side to the game, I guess. But that's uh, yeah, very, it's very exciting, fun almost, and uh, it's enjoyable. You talk about the differences. Can you give us examples of those? Oh, well, a lot more interaction with the managers and the selectors and uh, just, you know, you feel more involved. Um, and it just, that's, that's the best feeling, just being involved, even not on the starting 15, the subs, the 24 that were picked, you just, you have a lot more excitement during the weeks, you know, we might have a sleepless night before a game or something like that. Um, but it's definitely much better being involved than it is on the sideline or doing water boy. Yeah, well, obviously, who, who wants to be the water yeah. boy? You, you put up when you have to. In terms of the, I suppose, that anticipation, that, that anxiety, whatever you want to call it, the sleepless night that you mentioned the night before the game, how did you sleep on Friday night? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Um, it was Balmore Festival this week, and I'm doing a bit of work in the pub, so I was tired enough from that, and there was huge crowds around the town, so I was actually tired enough, so I got a good sleep, but uh, I know you you learn to deal with the pressure and the anxiety, I guess, just from a few county games. We just won with the under twenties and you just, you learn from that and uh, it all helps. Yeah. You mentioned the under twenties, of course, that's when you first probably crossed my, my radar, but anyone who's been following the underage county teams up, up through the years as well would have been very aware of you coming through. Um, that under twenties game so far behind against Mayo at, 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 
early in the second half. You came on, you made an impact, took a couple of scores as well. How much confidence did you get from that result against a team that I don't think anyone outside of the camp really expected Leitrim to put it up to? And you yeah. took the, the win. Yeah, yeah, look, we ran them close and uh, it was disappointing not to be starting, obviously, but uh, you just tried to make the best impact you can and be as ready as you can when you get called to come on. Um, and we ran them very close and we were actually hopeful of a win probably near near the end, um, but just a little too short. But uh, no, put us on the radar too. Um, like there wasn't any talk about us for the whole year and then all of a sudden you have a bit of chat, a bit of banter about it. So it was definitely good to run them close. Disappointing enough by your own high standards in Valnamore League campaign this year. Uh, didn't make the final just on the last day of, of the fixtures. Um, does that give you a little bit of a, a kick to maybe push it on and, and uh, maybe give this championship a, a better shot? Or or is it just, does it really matter? Uh, no, no, definitely matters. Definitely. Um, always want to be in the finals, winning the trophies and Look, Mohul were a great outfit against us and Carrick at the start of the year too. They're impressive. Um, so, look, we sort of move on from it and we look forward to the championship, but it definitely definitely is driving us on that we didn't get to be in Carrick that weekend of the final and we didn't get to be involved. Um, you sort of take it on the chin and you move on, but fair play to Mohul and they deserve to win it. Speaking of Mohul winning the league, they're your next opponents on Sunday, or Saturday, should I say, um, it's a new look draw. It's something we're all kind of getting used to. What was the thoughts in the in the camp, or maybe in the player WhatsApp group, when when Mohul popped out of the draw uh, when you saw it announced just Stephen? Yeah, we're playing Carrick on uh, Saturday. Apologies, this apologies. Yeah, I mixed yeah, up yeah, my yeah. games. Yeah, of course. No, you play Carrick in Baltimore, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Carrick. So ah, look, they bet us in the league. They're impressive. So we're looking forward to the challenge. Uh, playing the best is what we want. So um, it's exciting, exciting. And we have a few lads coming back. Tom Pryor with a hamstring injury and he's coming back now into the squad and it's starting to look good. Uh, but we're definitely looking forward to the challenge. And Carrick are going to be a good outfit and they'll set up well and we know that. Um, so yeah, we'll just see how it goes. In terms of players like that coming back in and available for selection again over the coming weeks, uh, does that put a bit of pressure on you for your place? Have you oh, absolutely. thoughts on that? Absolutely. Uh, the competition is great, though. It's, you need the competition, and especially with the amount of games we've had and the games we have coming, the depth in the squad is key. So whoever has the depth in the squad will do well. So no, competition is good, and it makes everybody improve, and there's no complacency. So you can't argue and you can't complain with it. It's brilliant. Of course, now you won on the opening day, Carrick. Uh, weren't so lucky in terms of the results that they got. They've had a fairly tight draw now, Mughal on the opening day yourselves, second day out. Um, what's the, I suppose, your point of view, what's the game on Saturday likely to be like for the supporter who's watching on? Yeah, yeah, it should be exciting now. It's a, it's a must win for both of us with the new championship draw. Uh, you never know who you're going to get, but uh, we're not looking anywhere past next Saturday. It's just one game at a time and we take it as it comes. And, but yeah, no, definitely. I'd say it adds a bit of excitement to new draw, the new structure to the championship. It's something to talk about. And, you know, there's a lot of people looking forward to yesterday afternoon at half three to see who you did get. And there was a good bit of crack about it when teams were picked out. I can imagine. Uh, obviously, as well, team of the week, we've started a new initiative on the, the website this week or on the platform this week. Uh, any uh, 
messages of congratulations uh, or any uh, slagging over being picked? Uh, one or two, one or two congratulations now. Um, but no, no pleasure. It's uh, it's lovely to be picked for it. And, um, you know, you can't look into it too much. You sort of just, you take it and you move on and try to get in it next week again. But it is just about the team. That's uh, what it's as much as you can. Trying to stay in that selection every single week. And maybe we'll see your name later on in the season as well. Paul, thanks very much for joining us. The very best look. I know you're rushing away to training. So the very yeah. best look uh, for the weekend ahead and also the rest of the championship. I'm sure it won't be the last we see of uh, Ballinamore as we get towards the business end of competitions. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Bethany. Appreciate it. And that was uh, Paul Moore in there of Ballinamore, Sean Hessens. Just a debut. Very composed young lad and a bright future ahead for both the club and, dare I say it, potentially the county in future years. Definitely one for uh, Mr Andy Moran to take a note of, keep an eye out for over the course of the next few weeks. I know he's mentioned him on the show before. Uh, he's definitely on the radar now after if he keeps up those kind of performances. We'll hear a lot more from Paul, of course, younger brother of Shane that we alluded to. Uh, but we don't like making a big deal out of people's family connections. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Good, uh, good genes, as they say, in that neck of the woods. Earlier in the season, a couple of weeks ago, I caught up with Hugh Moylan of Anna Duff. They had a fantastic result against Drum Riley at the weekend, a very good performance in the Intermediate Championship. Uh, they started a week early, uh, their campaign, and, of course, uh, the, all the other teams kick off this weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the programme. But first of all, here's an interview I did with Hugh Moylan just before the end of the league campaign, and uh, we'll bring it to you today. And uh, just a, one of the... I suppose the, the bright up-and-comers in a team that are likely to challenge for that intermediate championship this year if Saturday's performance is anything to go by. Here's what myself and Hugh chatted about just a couple of weeks ago. Hugh Moylan of Anaduff, you're very, very welcome to the programme. Yeah, cheers, Bradley. Thanks for having me. First of all, I suppose it's been a, a an interesting couple of weeks for everybody back in with a, a new-look kind of league campaign Hasn't been all plain sailing for Anadouf. Five games played, still no points on the scoreboard in terms of the league table, but some very impressive performances, least of all, or not least of all, should I say, Saturday evening against Ahu Willen, uh, going right to the final whistle. A goal in the last minute kind of put a bit of a nice gloss on the scoreboard from yourselves, but it did leave a, a two-point margin between the sides that you probably were worth uh, over the, the 60 minutes play. Yeah, like uh, we were down by, I think, 10 points. 10 points in the second half and in other games this year we kind of would have let the foot off the gas altogether and kind of nearly give up but the lads kind of stuck at it the whole way through and yeah i think we got our just desserts with if it went on for another few minutes you never know what could happen but yeah yeah i'm a good what a good side against like oh and yeah it was, it was a good result kind of for us i suppose watching the game i started very brightly we were a few points up but in the first maybe 10 15 minutes looked like they were going to Pull away from you, which, which unfortunately for yourselves has happened once or twice this year. Um, we came back in in that first half, and then the same kind of pattern emerged again in the second. They came out with, I think, seven or eight unanswered points, a goal and five or six points in the first 10 minutes of the second half. And they looked like the game was won, but you just never really gave up and I kept battling. Yeah, and I think we got goals at important times just to keep us in, keep us in the game and keep, you know, we, we, 10 points was the, that, that was a big, uh, a big gap but i think we got goals at the right time bring it back to seven bring it back to four and we just kicked a few scores um yeah as i said unfortunately time ran up on us in the end but um yeah. good display yeah 
how Ireland have fared now because a lot of clubs, I suppose, are missing players. Some have chosen to go traveling after two. Summers have not been able to do that. Um, others are maybe just for different reasons have opted out of football this year across the, the county. We're seeing it in small patches. How are Ireland fair in terms of availability of players? Ah, uh, yeah, like we've we've plenty of numbers there. Um, lads are lads are sticking around mostly. I know there's a few on holidays in the couple of weeks gone by and in the next few weeks, but um, on a whole, we're we're fairly good. Yeah, yeah, we've good numbers out training as well, so it's it's really positive. Yeah. I suppose one of the things when you look back at the game on Saturday, even there was a moment in the second half, you're eight or ten points down at the time, and there was a ball. Probably ninety percent of players would have given up on it, but you chased it. And a lovely little individual skill where you kind of played it around yourself as you were running over the end line, kept the ball in play, circled back, picked the ball up. Nobody from our willing to come to, to mark you because they presumed you weren't going to get there. And you were able to build an attack right from your own end line. How much is it, how, how important are key moments like that in games when, when things aren't going your way like on Saturday? Yeah, like it, it can change a game altogether, really. Like a, I could have let that go. It could have been a point for for Owl and we went up and got a score, and it kind of gives everyone a lift, you know. And it's it was kind of it, the whole team was like that the whole way through the game against Owl and Joe's every ball get to every ball. Uh, there was no dead ball. Yeah, but uh, in terms of the, the championship, looking ahead towards the next couple of weeks, and the, the intermediate championship kicks off in a couple of uh, of weeks. Obviously, you've been in that final in the in the recent past. I think it was the twenty twenty final, but it was played at the start of last year. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the championship season um so you know you've had that experience in the last 12 13 months of of a, a big championship outing at on county final day how eager are you to get back to that level because i suppose maybe on in that context last year's championship campaign probably not what you were looking for yeah i suppose we got like we got to a semi-final and again beaten by the team that goes up um so i'm really looking forward to get back into this year we've a lot of younger lads there after getting a lot of time Division one, uh, we'd under 20s that won a championship last year as well. So, um, I think this year hopefully we'll go, we'll go a long way further on you. Yeah, of course, you mentioned beating Mike Orthetra, they got promoted, beating my drummer here, they got promoted. Um, Alan Gales now are in the mix this year for the first time in a long time since their relegation from a uh, senior championship. Who do you think are the teams to uh, to try and avoid or to try and not get early on and maybe get that run going? Are you worried about any of them? Um, yeah, well, look, 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 it's it's intermediate is always tricky. Do you know, they're all they're all tough teams, but I'd say a lot of people will be saying Alan Gales and Ockney Sheelan. Um, then you have you always have Kiltobert, Bonadlair, all these teams from here, and they're all they're all they're all hard uh, hard customers. I noticed you didn't say Bornacula, um neighbours down there. What's the rivalry like this year? Any expectations uh, running? Because you go into the championship as probably more favourites than they would be in terms of. The results but they had some nice performances last season got to the quarterfinals in the end unexpectedly yeah well they looked at Bornicula are always a team that if 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 you're if you're close to them uh come to the end of the game they're always they're always hard bets so um I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind a crack at them again this year and I'd say they'd be saying the same very very, very diplomatic but I wonder if that's what you'd be saying yeah. <laughs> in, ter- in terms of uh, in terms of the, the championship season ahead I suppose what kind of what can we expect to see from Anadolu? Like Joe Cox at the helm again. Um, it was a very good performance the other night. I know some of the results this year, as you mentioned, that we won't dwell on them. But the Mohol game, the Leitrim Gales game, um, tough to take those kind of defeats. From your point of view? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's tough. But like we we we've picked positives and and things to work on out with them, and we have been working on the last couple of weeks. And I think 
with with Ahu Willem there at the weekend. We've seen glimpses of that coming through. So, um, you know, another few weeks, hopefully we'll have we'll have a lot more ironed out. Um, and I think playing Division One going into Intermediate Championship is is still going to be a big boost, even though we were on some uh, on the end of some tricky tricky results. But. Yeah, because that's an interesting point. Because obviously, five games into a seven-game league campaign, two to play your local neighbours, uh, St Mary's await on the last day of the, se- of the league season, um, and they're they're in fine form this year. Melvin Gales have probably been in a similar position to you. They're one point ahead of you by virtue of a, a draw with Manor Hamilton on the the opening weekend. You play them next. Um, you lose their season is confirmed. You're, you're bottom two. You're relegated, but. How important is it to get that win against Melvin Gales and give you some fight chance against St Mary's in the the last round of the champ of the league? Yeah, look, we're we're, we're going to be um, we're going to be aiming to beat them. Yeah, it's a, it's a home it's a home game as well. I know they're going to be coming down. They're going to be trying to stay up as well. So, look, if we don't beat them, we're gone in the league. And you know, Mary's going to be very difficult then after that. Um, so, hopefully, hopefully, we get two points against them. Yeah. In terms of, uh, I suppose, the outlook then coming into the championship, obviously those two games, you've come in off a, a relatively poor top division outing so far, and that hopefully will, will possibly change for you. But in terms of, would do you feel it's better having come in, having experience at that higher level into the intermediate championship, or would you have preferred maybe to be in the running in a division two where you're winning games and building up that momentum as well? Um, I suppose it's it's kind of fifty fifty. Like you want to be playing, you want to be playing at the top level, um, wherever you can. So, I think, you know, it's going to give us more space and time on the ball when it comes to intermediate, going down from Division One down to, so so basically Division Two or intermediate. You just have yeah that little bit more time on the ball. Um, so I think hopefully we'll bring that. We'll be quicker on the ball, and it's going to benefit us. Um, oh. but yeah, it's fifty fifty. Yeah, well, I suppose you'll take you'll take what you can get. As I suppose in that respect, yeah, you have yeah. you have the you have the hand you've been dealt. In terms of the performances, they have got stronger as you've gone along the season. Um, is that something you'll take positives out of going into the the championship campaign? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You have to take your positives out of every game. Um, I think we're building on them, and you know, lads, lads are lads are improving every game. Like as I said, the under twenties there, they they've got some some. Uh, Big game time there coming up through the spring league and the division one league now as well. So you know, this I think we're in a good place, even though the results mightn't be going our way. Speaking of those underage players coming out of the kind of the under twenties and even the, the new minors from last year, um, has anyone caught your eye that maybe hasn't the rest of the county isn't aware of yet that might maybe be making a, an impact in the in the the maroon and, and yellow? Is maroon and gold, maroon and yellow? I don't know. You maroon, might yeah, maroon and yellow. Um, Oh uh, yeah, like all of them have stood out at different times, but like this for me along the back line, this Francis Shanley and Daniel Busquets have been doing great work there in midfield. Um, you know, you have two Taylors there, Jack Hughes and and um, uh, Wardy up front as well. So there's there's lots there to be honest. Yeah, and hopefully you get to see them now come championship. And I saw on Saturday evening was a, a sprightly youngster uh, took to the field in the name of Ray Cox. Uh, what can you tell us about him? He looks like a he looks like a handy prospect. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know if many people know him, Ray Cox. Yeah, but he's he's uh, he's definitely one to look out for in the championship. He's yeah, definitely was... worth 10, 10 or twenty minutes anyway. <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> of uh, speaking of uh, older statesmen, you have definitely uh, made me feel old because um, our, our parents used to work together, and I remember 
when you were born um, and I was I felt I was relatively old at that stage so thanks for making me feel just a little bit older <laughs> yeah. no bother. Uh, you might pass on my regards to your parents and oh, well, of course, yeah. up to you at the weekend no not this weekend but obviously two weeks when you take yeah. on um, Melvin Gales at home and, and obviously that final game of the league and into the Intermediate Championship thanks very much for joining me perfect cheers Raffin thanks
Andy Butler, chairperson of Leitrim Ladies Gaelic Football Association. It's another year for the championship. You're first in the role as chairperson. Welcome to the position. Thank you, Brefney. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a, I suppose a new, a new venture, maybe or adventure. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's exciting. I suppose it's a, it's a very positive time to be involved with Leitrim Ladies. Um, the likes of Aidan and PJ have put in a tremendous amount of work um, the last number of years and have made so much progress. So it's, um, it's exciting to be involved in the next Talk to us a little bit about the championships this year. Of course, two teams in the senior A competition this year, four in both the A and the B. Um, that's an, a little subtle difference from last year's competition. Uh, what change will that make effectively in, in practice? Uh, I suppose it, it, it's, it's quite, as you said, it's quite subtle. It probably won't make a huge difference, and the scheduling is, is you know, the fixtures are there, and it'll, it, it's, it, it kind of, I suppose last year it really, it, as the competition went on, it had naturally. Um, progressed to the to, to the end point and it, it worked quite well so I think it'll be it's, it's competitive and good, good that we have two definitive senior A teams and, and, and then the rest are, are there or thereabouts and go for the senior B competition. At the other end of the spectrum a new club this year Leitrim Gales joined the, the fray the 14th club in the county in terms of ladies football uh, how important is it to continue to see those new clubs pop up in areas uh, like Leitrim Village? Oh it's absolutely vital and it's such a, a fantastic progress to see the likes of that and I suppose as well as that, like we have Melvin Gales who've been involved in at underage um, over the last number of years. So there are two clubs that have come through the underage structures and each Gales are that just that, that year ahead of, of say Melvin Gales um, in progressing into the adult stages. So it's it's really positive. Um, and I suppose, you know, really looking at um, across the board, it, there were so many more teams this year with second string teams in under 12, under 14 and under 16 competitions, which just goes to show that there's that increased focus on participation across the board. So we're really, really like delighted with that situation and um, it gives a really good opportunity for as many girls as possible to play football. And that's the that's the key. So it's a really positive step and it's fantastic progress and fantastic to see. How important is it to have a good, vibrant, strong club environment across the county to, to generate players keep those clubs sustainable also to provide players for the county teams over the years yeah really I guess the two the two uh, work um, hand in hand in that you know when the county structure is strong there's energy coming from coming down to the clubs and likewise when the club structures are, are going well and in, in a good in a good healthy state then it feeds into positive um, county environment so it's you know I think it's, it's very difficult to to um, detach one from the other and they they work um, in tandem so it's, it's really positive I suppose we've had a, a really a really you know, maybe a mixed uh, year in the in the adult competition um, with the adult team. It was disappointing how it finished, but the performances were excellent. It was fantastic to retain the Connacht Championship, you know, get to the league semi-final and um, probably disappointed not to get to the league final and get promotion. And then, you know, the champ intermediate championship didn't go as planned, but like performances were excellent, you know, and the, the quality is there. The caliber of players is, is very, very high. So it's, um, you know, it's the future is, is very very bright, and we know that. The, and then you look around at the at the club competitions, and um, you know, you you know that there's there's the same level of quality right there, to, ready to step in. You know, if the if the question is asked. Is there a manager that there to oversee the the, the recruitment of those players for the yeah, county? So has they, that been appointed yet? Uh, the, the new manager hasn't been appointed yet. Uh, the closing date just passed, so uh, we're in the process of shortlisting at the moment, and uh, interviews will take place in the coming weeks. So, I guess by the time. Um, Definitely by the second or third um, round of championship 
the expectation will be that there will be a manager in place to uh, attend matches and, and spot any emerging talent. Obviously you're not going to give us details on, on individual candidates, but was there a good response? Yeah, there was, we were happy with the response. Um, it seems to be slightly down on previous years across the country. Um, from speaking to other counties that were that are recruiting at the moment as well, it seems we seem to have a similar, slightly, slightly uh, lower response than previous times. But uh, still, it was, yes, it was good to get good to get response, and we'll we'll uh, focus on the the interviewing process and the recruitment process. Uh, with the, the championships uh, to come, what's the, the main priority for the board in terms of uh, running off the, these competitions over the next few weeks? Yeah, the scheduling has has been important, and I think there were we're looking at um, I guess flexibility around scheduling is the is the key here, and like guess with looking at um, I said as I alluded to already, the second teams where you know there's a little bit more flexibility needed to ensure that as many girls as possible get game time. That's that's kind of going to be the the key going forward, and we're looking at um, uh, development, getting our development committee in place is is a priority for August September to get our um, academies in place at our odd ages so that you know to give those girls an opportunity to train outside of their club environment and um, then hopefully feed into competitive teams at 14, 16 and minor and um, going into you know with, with the, a long-term process there of having academies at odd ages and competitive teams at even ages so that's the kind of the long-term plan in terms of, of progress and um, even this year um, a feature that was mooted or a competition that was that came from from the from the floor really which is fantastic to see was an under 15 competition that we we um just got running kind of at a at a, a short enough notice and it's it's been it's been really fantastic and, and very successful so that's you know the kind of progress we need just to to keep girls to keep girls playing and like the research would say that um it's that middle teen age age bracket is where we lose girls and girls are lost from sport not just from from ladies Gaelic football but from, from sport in general so it's important to, to focus on retention uh, we've spoken to representatives of most of the teams in the county here today and um, all of them will be dreaming of maybe climbing the steps beside us here and taking that cup from you later in the in the summer a any particular idea where you might be handing that cup in a couple of months time oh it's impossible to it's impossible to 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 predict like really when you're looking at, at fixtures across the, the three divisions you're um kind of looking at, at lots of competitive fixtures and particularly teams that that are very familiar with each other you know and and i guess in a, in by the nature of the competitions, teams are, are quite familiar with, with their opposition and um, depending on scheduling and injuries and you know how things, the bounce of a ball on a day, um, it could, these things, there's no there's no guarantee of who's going to be to be successful and that's that's fantastic, that leaves it you know, wide open for, for many clubs to get involved. Excellent, thanks very much for chatting to us, the best luck in the running of the championships over the next couple of months. Thanks Murphy. Emma Tiffany, another year coming into a champions, potential for three in a row for the, the senior sure. team in, in Glencar Manor. Um, what's the, the mood in the camp like? Yeah, it's, it's been pretty good. Um, we're just concentrated and focused now for championship. Um, really looking forward to it and enjoying the training because the year has gone so fast already. A little bit of a reshuffle in the dugout as well, of course. James Glancy and... Uh, oh. And Jerry. Jerry Hickey, yeah, Jerry of course. Hickey. Uh, I forgot Jerry, apologies. Uh, Jerry and, and James in, in charge of the team this year. What has that brought to that kind of little bit of freshness maybe from the, the dugout? Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's great to get a different perspective um, just on training and drills and obviously how, how, how we can improve and bits like that. But like, we'll definitely miss PC as well because, you know, we were so fit and he brought a different edge. Um, but 
men have been great and they've been so dedicated to getting girls back that haven't played football in years and other bits like that. So yeah, it's been an exciting year. Of course, uh, two teams win the club at junior level as well. Uh, it must be difficult to keep that going, but you seem to have kind of a really unique kind of blend between the two squads where it's all kind of all for one, one for all kind of mentality within the club. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really important as well that you do have that mentality because like you don't know who will get injured in a game or who you have to bring on and it's great that you can count on your bench, you know, to come on and um, not really reflect how the game will go. Not to put too much pressure on you, but that three in a row, it's kind of hanging over your head. Is there a chance uh, the club can, can nail that again this year? Is that a, that's yeah. the ambition, I'm sure. I definitely think so, yeah. Um, it's the main aim, anyways, at the minute, um, to get that far. And yeah, I don't see why not. I think it'll be a good challenge, but um, we're well able for it. Where are you expecting the major challenge to come from? Um, oh, all those South Leitrim games. <laughs> <laughs> and even rivalries in Drummer here, I'd say it's not too far out as well. But, um, yeah, no, definitely Cantover would be a good, tough fight and Balnamore and St. Joe's for luck is never going to be an easy route for an easy game, but um, that's the good thing about a championship, like it's so competitive and you just don't know what way it'll go. So. Excellent, St. Gemma, the very best luck to you Thanks and your much. teammates. Thank you, thank you. Entire St. Joseph's, uh, another campaign finalist last year. Uh, what is the mood in the camp like this year? Can you go one stage further? Um, I think so. Like personally, I do think so. We were delighted to win the Senior B last year, and then I just think we just fell a bit short on the Senior A final against Matter. You know, we did have a lot of injuries, but you know, it's no excuse. They were definitely the better team on the day, and you know, kudos to them. <laughs> A few players obviously coming back from county football over the last few weeks and, and months really, um, they bring that experience back into that St. Joseph's field. What's the uh, the addition of those players coming back? What, what kind of experience does that add to the squad? You know, it's brilliant. Like we have, um, I think it's seven county players. Uh, so, you know, Claire Owens, obviously she's the captain and she's great, like a goal and a leader on the team, especially with the young girls coming up. You know, Siobhan, Karen, the heads that's grown now, Caramel, like it is to have them players you know it is stepping stone really to getting back into that a final and hopefully win it this year it's been a late change of management within the club has that impacted your preparations at all or are you happy now just to get going under uh, the new management team uh, no i think um there was some late changes but you know martin Dolan, like he's trained each in the past he's he's brilliant really for us um he's a great trainer and then we have sandra obviously she's with us last year and then Eamon, well, I suppose like, he's always been around Eamon Heston. Um, he's always been big in St. Joseph's. So it's nice to have a good like, good management from around. In terms of your own involvement, obviously, leaving search this year, uh, you've just finished that. Yeah. Um, how, how'd it go, first of all? Good, just, you know, glad it's over, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> uh, does it give you that little bit of enjoyment now that you you know there's like a whole new thing happening, whether it's college or whatever you're going on to in, in the autumn, where you don't have that over your head? Oh, yeah, exactly. But, um, you know, like, championship is running very late. It's, I think the finals are in 2nd of October. Um, so it is very late in, like, we'll just be starting college. But I think, you know, travelling down... It's going to affect Freshers' Week, isn't it? It'll be grand. doesn't matter. <laughs> championship's more important. Uh, talking about the championship, finalists last year against Manor, yeah. um, you're in the senior grade now, so the senior B is not an option this year. Um, what's the expectation? What will constitute a, a good campaign for you this year? You know, hopefully it is... I think we need to finish in the top two and it is just getting to the final, you know, hopefully beating whatever we come up against, you know, whether it be Ballamore, Manor, Kiltobert, you know, there's so many in the mix this year. Um, yeah, just 
hopefully we finish the line. You've just given St. Francis and Drummer here an opportunity to knock you down if you get there oh, as well. So but listen, so Rachel, funny. thanks very much for chatting to us <laughs> and the very, very best of luck uh, for you and your St. Joseph's teammates this year. campaign here. Uh, how's the things looking on the camp for Yeah, of course, there's also other teams in the competition that you have to look at maybe before that. In terms of the, the opening rounds of the championship, have you even thought about that yet or is it still focused on the league? It's get the league over with. You know, championship is always in the back of the mind. Um, I think we're just taking one game at a time, see how tomorrow goes and then we'll go for the championship for there. In terms of uh, your own expectations this year, obviously senior B finalists last year were beaten by St. Joseph's in that clash. Um, can you take that title this year? Is that kind of the, the minimum target? That's, no, it's not the minimum target. No. Um, yeah, hope to get back into the B final again and progress. Um, but yeah, disappointed last year with the results. Not what we wanted. Both fair for St. Joseph's. Um, but yeah, hopefully this year we get a better result. And there's been very little between yourselves and St. Joseph's Manor, as you mentioned, over the last few seasons. Um, what's going to give you a little bit of an edge that maybe you can, you can finally get across that? secure a title this year? I mean we have such young talented girls coming up um, and we got hit with a few injuries this year but the, the panel is unbelievable it's up so we can bring on I think that's our main um, element um, but yeah like that each team you just have to take it as they are they're all brilliant. What's the, the hope for the year? Is it champion title within the, the grasp oh, of That's always the hope but <laughs> we'll try our best. The boys put it up to you last year. Maybe I know. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all. Well, listen, Leanne, the very best of luck to you for the season ahead, and I'm sure we'll be chatting to you and your teammates over the year. Lovely, thanks very much. Hi, another season in the Kiltober Colours this year. Excited to get back playing? Yeah, 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 very much looking forward to it. Um, yeah, great to be in a position to play, and, and definitely, yeah, looking forward to the championship picking up now, too. I suppose Kiltober have had an impressive league run so far this year. Um, senior B Championship, obviously, first and foremost, Senior A, of course, is a bonus. What's the, the outlook for the, the team for the season ahead? What's the plan? Yeah, it's just start, I suppose, first game is St. Francis, so we're not looking past that for the moment. Um, but, you know, that's where our focus is right now, so uh, just to get the performance there, that's, that's going to be step one, and uh, hopefully build on that as we go. Of course, uh, St. Joseph's out of the, the reckoning for that Senior B Championship. It's kind of giving you a nice little window there for a clean run at a, potentially a final for most pundits at least. Um, you haven't even thought maybe towards a, a Championship final or is it no, really I think just... like in, in Leitrim, I think, you know, Championship is, is wide open, Senior A, Senior B. Um, you know, it's always a hugely competitive Championship. Um, so, no, we're just focused on, on that first game, get that win under our belt and, and move on from there, yeah. What can you tell us about the squad? Any major changes from last year and new additions? Yeah, no, just building... Um, um, building was a few nice younger players um, you know stepped up last year so they've had that experience of last year under their belt um, you know bringing that into, into next year and, and this year um, so yeah no building training's going well everyone's looking forward to it yeah excellent of course new facilities there launched last weekend there must be a lot of a buzz around the, the team and around the club just with everything that's kind of starting to come together really to build a nice little home for the club there yeah, in Trim Kong yeah yeah we had an absolutely fantastic weekend um, last weekend I suppose the official um, reopening so yeah just a really really enjoyable club weekend um, 
huge phenomenal amount of work has, has gone into to getting the facilities to where they are today and a huge amount of people just giving up their time volunteering um, every sort of job you could name um, you know there was somebody down doing it so there's great community spirit I suppose in getting it across the line and getting it ready and yeah we've got something down there that we're extremely proud of and you know fantastic facilities hopefully for, for years to come as well to, to build on and, and continue to develop so yeah something we're really really proud of and, and delighted with yeah. Hopefully we see plenty of uh, good performances and maybe even some victories on that ground this year. Sinead, very best luck here for the season ahead. Great, thanks. Drum hair. First year back in the senior grade, you must be delighted, chomping at the bit to get going. Yeah, definitely. No, it's great to be back up in senior uh, finally, so we're excited to get going for the championship, yeah. And of course, first day out, county champions, local rivalry, doesn't get much bigger than that. Yeah, no, local derby, but it'll be a great day, um, a great day, it'll be a great game for us to get started in the championship, see where we are, see where they are even um, as senior champions, to see how we can push on for the rest of the championship. So we're looking forward to it. What is the, the mood in the camp like? Um, good, yeah, the league has been good for us. It's been a good um, warm-up for us. We've had some good games and tomorrow hopefully we'll get started again for the um, senior championship so we can push on from tomorrow's league game, hopefully. Uh, am I right in saying that your club train in the mornings versus the evenings? It's a very different style. We have had a couple of trainings in the morning. Um, at the weekends we definitely train in the morning and then we've been known to have a 6am training every now and again. <laughs> like there's people listening to this now that'll be like going, what? Explain how that works because obviously do you like that as a player or is it something a bit different? Yeah, I mean it's however we can get the most players to train and so whenever we can get the most girls is when we'll train and when the girls are willing to train. Like the commitment is good, you know, the girls are willing to train, we want to be there and the more people we can get at training, the better training we have and the more competitive it is so it's better preparation so we're willing to do whatever we need to do it's t 10 years since you came up into the senior grade and won it the first time we're asking it's a different landscape now maybe the game across the board is a little bit stronger and, and the gap is maybe just a little bit wider is it a po something you could possibly think of repeating this year i mean definitely the change is huge the physicality in the game now the way the game is played now is completely different but we're hoping to stay up in senior and hopefully be competitive uh, this year so we'll see how we go you never know where we might go this year what would be success this year with a senior B final maybe or a senior B championship even? Senior B championship would definitely be a success. Um, staying up in senior is definitely our number one goal and then we'll push on and see where we can go from there. Excellent. Listen, the best of luck for the year Thank ahead. you so much. Ava Murray there rounding off all the senior clubs taking part in the championship this year. Apologies uh, when I was on earlier, a few audio issues. Uh, didn't realise I was muted. So we might take a quick run back through the, the fixtures and results in the senior championship at the end of this piece on the ladies football championship which of course kicks off this weekend we're going to continue with the girls and we have uh, the five intermediate sides their representatives from the launch last week uh, starting off with charlene tyrrell from mohal here's what we spoke about at the launch last saturday week Tyrrell and mohal this year preparing for the intermediate championship once again uh, a little bit disappointed maybe to be back in the intermediate championship after uh, some relative successes last year a draw with the eventual champions manor um, last year was a bit of a struggle for us to um, get consistent performances back to back. Um, you know, looking back, we could, should have beat Manorhampton that day, but then just fell short against the other teams. So for us like to get relegated was really disappointing. I think some of the games came down to nearly just bad luck. And then games where we're missing key players, you know, like Dervla and Nicole Higgins and Claire Byrne. So yeah, it was just a brief stint up in senior, but anyway, look. You're back at back another at crack it. at the yeah, Intermediate exactly. Championship this year. Yeah. Uh, some stiff competition though. St Mary's have been coming for the last few years and St Bridget's again rebuilding mm -hmm. look quite strong this year. What's the uh, the expectation within Mohan? Um, well, we played uh, 
St Mary's in the Spring League and they beat us and they beat us a few weeks ago there in the league to find themselves in the league final. So we're completely aware of the threat they pose uh, in winning the championship. Um, I don't remember playing when I last played St Bridget's but um, and Kildra Gales as well so it'll be a hard one to call. Um, we had change of management again when we came down from senior and then last year with different management we struggled this year to get management so it's just sort of starting to get going but you know yourself when championship comes around it's a different ball game to league so but yeah we're well aware of the threat that every team pose but we just want to win an intermediate championship and get back up to senior and give it a proper go. Listen, the very very best yeah, luck to you in you. that ex uh, expectation this year. Uh, win intermediate championship. <laughs> <laughs> Casey Brun, St Mary's captain for this year. It's uh, another intermediate championship campaign. That's yeah. the final last year. Yeah. Can we go that extra step this year? Hopefully. Um, hopefully it'll go a little bit better for us uh, this year because last year was just uh, it was a big disappointment for us when we got to the, we got so far. We did very well in the semi final to beat Bridget's and then uh, Drum Hair were just um, at another level on the day of the final. So hopefully we'll get there again this year. There's a lot of consistency with the team, same management team more or less from last year. Yeah. Um, a lot of the same players, same faces we recognise from the, the St Mary's yeah. team sheet over the last couple of seasons. Does that help when you're preparing for a campaign that you're just kind of just almost at the edge of? Yeah, it does. Uh, we're kind of getting like we're we're obviously more used to playing with each other, and we had the last couple of years we had the younger girls coming up, um, like a lot of under 16 minors. So like they've had two years now under the belt, like playing with us. So it does help when you're playing with the same people, like over and over again you just get used to how each other how everyone plays and uh, the captaincy of course as well your brother the captain of Leitrim seniors at the moment yeah. uh, but you're not the only brown on the team did you have a fight with home about the captaincy with the Leafs did you win that fight oh sure look um wasn't obviously wasn't our decision they they thought they put the best person in charge obviously <laughs> I know um I know there wasn't too much fighting um yeah, no, sure. She was happy enough to see me captain as well. Absolutely. In terms of uh, the next couple of weeks, though, uh, the first few rounds of the league or the championship, how important is it to get those kind of those wins up and running and get that kind of momentum to build you into a championship campaign? Yeah, it's very important. We saw like from the league there, like we, we won each of our matches um, in the league, so we topped our group, and it does like it just. Um, you know, it gives you a bit of confidence going into like, well, we have a final tomorrow, so it gives us a bit of confidence going into that. So it'll be the exact same for championship. Just uh, take each game as it comes, and our first game is against Mohol, so that'll be a tricky one. But hopefully, it doesn't get much harder than yeah, that at this level. We'll come out on top. <laughs> Listen, thank you very much for talking to us, and the very best of luck for the season ahead. Thanks, William Berkeley. St Bridget's again preparing for the Intermediate Championship this season. Uh, you've been very, very bright in the in the league so far. Some really good performances. A nice backbone of intercounty players there as well. What's the expectation? What's the mood like in the camp for Bridget's this year? I think it's really positive. Uh, as you said, we're kind of coming off our league uh, in the senior league, so it's actually quite a great experience like for everyone kind of to be able to play all the kind of top teams in Leitrim, which will definitely set us up for intermediate championship this year. Um, like you said, we have lots of um, county stars as well, which is great and stabilises the team. But we also have great underage coming up, which is really exciting as we amalgamated there a couple of years ago. So. In terms of that, obviously, players from all three men's traditional clubs, at least yeah. Drumreilly, Ocasheelan, as well as uh, Ahawillan, who will be a, a former powerhouse in, in the ladies' game. 
there's the signs of that kind of coming back in in terms of the, some of the youngsters that are coming through the, in their late teens, early 20s, like Sashiba Quinn's breaking into the, the county team and, and her sister, Avian, as well as a few others as well. Ashley, another cousin, it's yeah. like the whole family, but it's, it's, there's some really, really good young players coming through in, in uh, Bridget's. And, is there a intermediate championship in there? Because everyone's talking about maybe Mohol and Carrick, but you're kind of the dark horses in that comp contest this year. Listen, we love a bit of competition. We love um, being able to kind of prove people wrong as well. And like that, like you said, we're kind of building up. We have loads of new girls and young girls coming through from our underage. So we're excited for the challenge and can't wait for the championship. Does the fact that you played in Division 1 and not against your direct rivals in the championship, does that give you that little kind of mystique about you this season? Uh, listen, we've great experience, that's for sure. Um, Ladies football in Leitrim has gone leaps and bounds over the last decade for sure and there's really nothing in between us, just luck on the day, so we're looking forward to this year. Listen, the very best of luck. Thank there. you very much. Uh, you're here another year from Kieran Intermediate Championships this yeah. year, I guess second year in a row. Nice yeah. to kind of consolidate and, and build within the club. That's it, definitely, yeah. Uh, our first championship game now is 21st of August against FINA. Uh, always a tight game with us, uh, always up the years since under 14, it's always been FINA, Drunk here in rivalry, and uh, they won Junior Championship next year, last year, should I say, so more than likely they'll be itching to keep up an intermediate this year now, and uh, our first game will be a tough battle. In terms of uh, the team this year, the outlook this year, a lot of new girls into the team, young girls coming in through. 100% yeah, we're all um, flying into training and everyone's putting in the effort, you know, 20, 20 plus at training, which is always you know, a bit good for games, um, you know, trying to get the tactics in, etc. For our junior league final tomorrow against Anna Duff, we are looking flying fit for it as well, so hopefully we come home with a couple of one o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> you played him a couple of weeks ago and he... Yeah, we played power kind of. Oh yeah, the second half I'm our Amory Gallagher, he onion bag uh, score. Uh, got six in a row I think at one stage, but like that that might not happen tomorrow. Shot in form, so he can't be bag on that either. Dad of a strong team, they've good uh, key players as well. We need to keep them quiet. You lose Anne-Marie for the championship campaign, though. I believe she's uh, Sadly, she moving away. Sadly, she moved to Brisbane, yeah, the day of our FINA game. So we won't have it for the last four games against Mohul and Carrick and Bridget. So, um, young, like you said, the young girls need to step up now. <laughs> in terms of, uh, I suppose, the club, it's one. It's a rare thing in Leitrim Ladies Football now to have one small town, one club. A lot of teams have yeah. amalgamated. From Kieran have held that identity. How important is that for the I players? Think, I think that we hold ourselves very well with that, with that as our title, to be honest with you, in the sense that we've never even delved into the thoughts of someone else amalgamated us we've always kind of pushed on and had that small intimate group and you know the key players that uh, push us on it's important listen very very best of luck to you thanks very much cheers thank you honeyman back for another year of championship action coming into the junior championship as junior champions last year you must be excited about the, the year ahead uh, yeah this year we kind of started off slow in the league but we're getting up and running now hopefully um getting everybody back together and hoping for another good cracker of the year obviously at a higher grade this year uh you struggled for numbers a little bit towards the start of last year but it came good in the championship campaign what's the outlook going into the next couple of weeks good as i said we did start off slow this year with numbers again for the league but uh, we're coming good now and hopefully hoping to go in strong to it and what's the expectations for the year um hard to know now at the minute just everybody's kind of iffy at the minute but we're hoping for the best new management of course as well this year hubie reynolds uh, returns to the fold in, in fina terms obviously uh, well known within the club within the and the county as well uh, what has he brought to the the great equation? uh new new training new excitement it's great to have new people on the panel training new faces we've mary mcgovern there as well as a selector um they're running the the crap out of us but we're getting there uh, 
in terms of what the expectations for the year obviously the team coming up generally struggles to get to the pace of it with maybe the girls who were playing senior football last year and um, what's the hope for the year is it a case of consolidation of that grade or is there a championship in this team um you've been optimistic maybe but just hoping to stay up is, is the aim at all possible yeah listen well the very best of luck this year thanks very much done it again but I caught myself this time that was Elizabeth Honeyman from FINA uh, rounding up at the last of the games from the ladies intermediate and obviously the senior before that championship which all kicks off this weekend five games across the top two divisions in the ladies game in this uh, Sunday morning 11am throw-ins across the board at the moment those games always liable to just a little bit of movement uh, around those games so do check with the home side or, or your club just to make sure that the game is going ahead at the time that is planned. We'll try and bring you uh, the latest updates to that on finalwhistle.ie on the latest football section of the site there. Uh, in terms of the uh, the show, that is pretty much it. Just one last final reminder, just that this does come out this week. It is the Leitrim Club Championship Guide, and it will be in all good shops around the county from probably Wednesday of this week. So do keep an eye out for it uh, when you're doing your shop this week. It's got information on every single player in the county, all 39 clubs, men's, women's, and the hurling teams, uh, of course, across the rest of the summer. You can keep tabs on everybody who's featuring uh, both in the book and also on our website, finalwhistle.ie. A bit of a big gang of you watching today. It's been a higher number than always. It's always nice to see a bit of engagement on the show and uh, delighted to have you. I've been Brett Neary, of course. Um, just before we go, we will remind you, we've spoken about it enough over the last couple of uh, days, but uh, just, just to remind you of who actually made that team of the week and that we're going to be doing on a weekly basis, just as I struggle to bring it up here in front of me, but you can see it there yourselves. Uh, in goals, Brendan Flynn of Leitrim Gales, uh, John James Mitchell of Mull, Dylan Keane of Anna Duff, and Mark Fox of Glencar Manor Hamilton complete the full back line, while Will McKeown, Shane Quinn, and Oshin Madden, the latter two for Mull, Shane or Wayne McEwen, obviously, from Ballinamore, Sean Heslands, are the half-back line. While at midfield, Shane Moore of Ballinamore, Sean Heslands, and James McGrail of St. Mary's Kiltahard will form that centre partnership on the team of the week this week. In the forwards, on the half-forward line, you've Shane's younger brother, Paul Moore, his first ever appearance at senior championship level uh, after just becoming eligible this year. Uh, he's Ballinamore, Sean Heslands, obviously. Uh, at centre forward, Keith Byrne, nine points for him against St. Mary's. As we mentioned, we heard from him earlier in the show. We heard from both Paul and Keith earlier in the show. And Ryan O'Rourke, uh, Phoenix St. Collins, he took home, uh, I think, one, I can't remember off the top of my head what he scored, but it was a fairly impressive tally uh, by anybody's account um, in that game. I think it was 1-8 by open to correction on that, but you will find it on leetownfinalwhistle.ie <laughs> if you go look for it. Conor Gaffney, seven points for him for Drum Riley in their defeat to Anna Duff on Saturday evening, while Keoghan McGovern, McGovern of Courtletra takes the full forward spot. Stephen Goldrick, 2-3 from him against Glencar Manor. Uh, he takes the final spot of the team. We're going to be doing that every week, either late Sunday or early Monday, We'll announce the team of the week and it will include all the games 
from the weekend. A couple of notable mentions today. I know we mentioned in the article earlier on the website at midfield, Paul Keeney, Colin Morton, very unlucky to miss out. And Connor Byrne, of course, in the junior grade, uh, very impressive tally for him this week, uh, but just misses out on that final 15 selection, but well worthy of a, a of a comment at least uh, in terms of uh, the selection process all of our commentators across the county would have uh, put their opinions into the pot and that's what we came up with we'll be doing that every week as we said but of course don't forget you can catch every single senior and intermediate championship game and ladies senior games on our live commentary you'll get it on finalwhistle.ie forward slash live but also on the Leitrim GAA website and uh, there's no reason to miss any game now no matter where you are in the country or indeed in the world at uh, live full audio uh, from our commentators over the course of the next week and uh, that of course for the entire championship to go don't forget if you want to support what we do do get your hands on this book I promise you you're going to love it and uh, we'll be back with you next week again for a look at next weekend's games thank you very much for joining us and uh, we'll be back again next week talk to you